friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Culture Kids. Welcome to our show. We are a family podcast empowering a generation of empathetic innovators and citizens of the world. Thanks for joining us today as we continue on with our series of exploring New York City neighborhoods. A few episodes ago, we visited the Financial District of Manhattan, and today we're going to visit an area that is also considered home for me. My name is Asha, and I'm your host along with my mom, Kristen. Today we have a special birthday celebration for Elizabeth Park. Elizabeth is a special friend of ours, and she lives up in heaven. Even though we miss her every day here on Earth, we remember Elizabeth was always very active and kept herself very busy. She liked keeping her hands close to her face, and she was a very tall baby, just like her older sister, Sammy, and her mommy. We miss her every day, but we hope she has a wonderful birthday celebration. Happy birthday, Elizabeth! Hell's Kitchen, also known as Clinton, is a neighborhood on the west side of Manhattan in New York City. It's not a kitchen. Oh, no! It's an area in Manhattan, in Midtown. Oh, yeah. The boundaries of Hell's Kitchen are somewhat fluid, meaning nothing is official, but it is considered to be around 34th Street all the way to 59th Street, and 8th Avenue all the way to the Hudson River. That's on the side where the sun sets. Exactly. A long time ago in the 1800s, Hell's Kitchen was a big open space with farms and fields. People planted seeds and grew vegetables and fruits. Families had cows and chickens. It was a quiet place with not many tall buildings. That sounds nothing like what it is now. Totally righteous. Then in the mid-1800s, the city grew. People started building railroads, big train tracks, and immigrants brought new people and things to the Hell's Kitchen area. Factories was built, making clothes, machines, and lots of other stuff. Then in the late 1800s, people from faraway countries like Ireland, Germany, and more took long boat rides to start a new life in America. But in the early 1900s, life in Hell's Kitchen was very hard. People were poor, and it was not very safe. But even though times were hard, people in Hell's Kitchen helped each other and became friends. That's right. But over time, new roads and parks were built around the 1950s, and the neighborhood started changing. Families were moving in, and pathways for cars and buses were built. As time went on, Hell's Kitchen became known for amazing food and diverse families. It became one of the most unique neighborhoods in Manhattan. 
let's explore why it's called Hell's Kitchen. Hmm. Why not like Heaven Kitchen? <laughs> and why kitchen? Yeah. That is an excellent question. This name has a bit of a mystery behind it because nobody really knows for sure. Hmm. But one idea is that, as we mentioned a long time ago, Hell's Kitchen area was often very crowded and not very safe for families. Oh, no. People thought it was kind of like a really busy and chaotic kitchen, and they added Hell's to make it sound even more intense. Uh-oh. Another idea is that sailors might have used the name first because the ship's cooking area is like a hot kitchen. Fire! Because it's super crowded and everybody was sweaty. Even though we're not exactly sure why it's called Hell's Kitchen, we know that the neighborhood has changed a lot over the years. It is a unique, special neighborhood where people from all around the world come together to live and have fun. So while the name might sound mysterious, it still remains as one of mommy's favorite neighborhoods in New York City. Cool. Let's talk about why Hell's Kitchen is so unique and learn about its culture. Ready for takeoff. My favorite part about Hell's Kitchen is all the different cuisines that the neighborhood offers. You can try all kinds of dishes from different countries like Thailand, Mexico, Italy, Ethiopian, and so much more. It's like taking a tasty trip around the world without leaving the neighborhood. Mommy's favorite Ethiopian restaurant is a Hell's Kitchen. Oh, you bet. Hell's Kitchen has a long history of being a landing place for immigrants arriving in New York City. Over the years, people from all around the world have settled here, bringing their culinary traditions and flavors with them. Hell's Kitchen has a unique energy that makes people want to try new things. The mix of old and new, historic and modern, creates a special vibe that fits perfectly with the diverse food scene. When neighbors from different countries get together, they share their recipes and cooking secrets. Also, given its location, which is right next to the theater district, makes it accessible to people from all over the city. This location draws visitors who are eager to try different types of food, creating a demand for diverse cuisines. Oh, the theater district. Broadway. Oh, yeah. Broadway is like a superstar street in New York City, where shows happen. These shows are big plays and musical that lots of people love to watch. Broadway is right in the middle of Manhattan, a part of New York City, so next to Hell's Kitchen. Imagine Manhattan as a big rectangle and Broadway runs diagonally right through the middle of it. So when you hear about someone going to see a Broadway show, it means they're going to watch a fantastic performance on this famous street. Oh, yeah. I just think I'm old enough to see my first show. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe next time we visit New York City in the fall. Now let's talk about some hidden secrets and important facts about Hell's Kitchen. Whoa. I'll go first. 
there was a cow tunnel in the mid 1800s underground. They used this to move or move. <laughs> yes, this tunnel was used to move the cows underground the streets of Hell's Kitchen to take them to different locations. It is believed that the tunnel was built in 1932 underneath 12th Avenue and West 38th Street. But it's important to know that we can't see where the tunnel is today. It may have caved in or be filled with rubble. Yeah. Some locals actually believe it's just a myth, meaning they don't think it actually exists. But we do know that there are many descriptions and reports of this cow tunnel existing from multiple newspaper articles back in the day. Oh, it sounds like it definitely exists. Possibly. A very unique feature about Hell's Kitchen is that it has a mix of architectural styles that show its rich history and diverse community. Architectural style is like a building special look. Why don't they just say that? It's hard to pronounce. <laughs> That's a good point. Architectural style is a bit of a tongue twister, but you did a really great job. You want to try saying it again? Architectural style. As Asher mentioned, Hell's Kitchen in New York boasts a unique mix of architectural styles that shows its rich history and diverse community. For example, Hell's Kitchen holds charming historic brownstone buildings. Oh. Are brownstone buildings made up of stones that are brown? Good question. Brownstone buildings in New York City are a type of townhomes made from reddish brown sandstone. These buildings have homey, cozy appearances with lots of intricate details, steps leading up to the front door, and often several floors where families live. Brownstones are a very special part of New York City. Oh yeah, I remember seeing people sit on those steps. Just thinking out. And there are lots of old factories and warehouses in Hell's Kitchen. Warehouses were an important part of Hell's Kitchen history. They were close to the Hudson River, which made it easier to bring stuff in and out by boat. These warehouses played a role in the bustling activity of the area, with workers loading and unloading goods to be sent to different parts of the city and beyond. Over time, many warehouses in Hell's Kitchen were transformed into new spaces. Some became apartments, offices, or creative studios. This helped the neighborhood grow and change, while also keeping its history alive. And there's also modern high-rises, tons of apartments, and mixed-use buildings. So the buildings in Hell's Kitchen looks like a mix of old and new. Some are tall and shiny. Others are cozy and old-fashioned with pretty decorations. The neighborhood's diverse style tells a story of the past and the present, creating a unique and special urban landscape. I want to share my favorite thing in Hell's Kitchen. Yay! Intrepid Air and Space Museum. 
Our family has a lot of memories of spending weekend afternoons there. It is located on a giant ship called the USS Intrepid, where you can see real airplanes, helicopters, and even a space shuttle. Dude. You can learn about space, fly simulators, and imagine you're a brave astronaut. And my favorite part, it's right on the water with beautiful views of the Hudson River. You could take a walk along the beautiful Hudson River and enjoy the fresh air. And there's also a building that resembles a honeycomb. This is right by Hell's Kitchen and a very new addition to the city of New York. It's a stunning honeycomb like structure called the Hudson Yards Vessel, and it's a work of art that you can actually climb. It has tons and tons of staircases filing up, and it looks like a giant bowl. This is so cool! It is definitely a musty attraction that adds a touch of modern wonder to the New York City skyline. Hell's Kitchen also holds a rich history and vibrant presence when it comes to the arts. Oh, off-Broadway shows, art galleries, and cultural centers. Yup, one of Mommy's favorite things about spending time in Hell's Kitchen is discovering all the off-Broadway shows. Off-Broadway is like a sibling to Broadway, <laughs> which is famous for its theater shows. Yeah! Off-Broadway is a bit smaller, but just as awesome. It's where you'll find interesting and creative plays and musicals. It's a great place for people in the arts to discover new shows that you might not find on Broadway. <music> Lastly, we can't discuss Hell's Kitchen without talking about the Landmark Tavern. It is a historic and iconic restaurant located in Hell's Kitchen. It's not just a restaurant, it's a time machine that takes you back to the 19th century. Wow! Mommy has been there several times and the tavern has been around since the 1868. It's like stepping into a real piece of history. Well, I don't know about you, but this makes me want to visit Hell's Kitchen and spend the day there. The perfect day there would include trying lots of different foods from cuisines all over the world, catching an off-Broadway show, and walking over towards the Hudson River and enjoy a beautiful nighttime views of the river and take a stroll around the park. I want to go to the Intrepid Museum and try all of the delicious desserts from all those restaurants. And to our listeners, what would your ideal day in New York City look like? Would you want to visit the Intrepid Museum in New York City? Or if you listened to our previous episode on the Financial District, would you want to visit the Fearless Girl and ride the Sea Glass Carousel? Yay! Or pretend we're going on an adventure to find the Cow Tunnel. <laughs> That's my favorite part, actually. Well, it's always so fun to use our great big imagination and wonder what it's like to visit places we haven't been before. And we never end our episode without some jokes. Okay, Asher, do you want to go first? Yes. All right, what do you got? Guess what? What? That's what. <laughs> Is that the joke? Yeah. Hmm. Simple. Okay. You got another one? 
What is brown and sticky? What? A stick. <laughs> that actually took me a while to get. Like a stick, but sticky. Okay, mommy's turn. Your turn. What has four wheels and flies? What? A garbage truck. Huh? Because you know when there's like a lot of rotten food, it attracts flies. So there's a lot of flies in garbage trucks. I get it. <laughs> Which joke was better? I guess we'll have to let our listeners decide. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on another fun episode of Culture Kids Podcast. Uh, feel free to send us your birthday shout outs to hello at culturekidsmedia.com or on our websites at culturekidsmedia.com. And grown-ups, don't forget to check out our YouTube and Instagram page at Culture Kids Media to stay connected on some fun updates and latest news. And you can see what we look like. Well, until next time. Bye-bye. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.